Hi, I'm Kelsey Harrison, and this is the Get Wild Podcast, where each episode we dig into ways to reclaim your most wild and authentic self. Awesome. Thank you for tuning in today. I'm super excited. One of my close friends and the now manager of Core Power Yoga in Charleston, Jamesy Wood, is visiting. So I get to host her on my podcast. Jamesy, how you doing? Hey, I'm super excited to be here. A little bit nervous, <laughs> but I'm ready. That's okay. It's just, you know, it's all good. It's just like we're hanging out. Right. Um, yeah. So why don't you go ahead and start and just tell a little bit about yourself and your background and what you do. Cool. So I, um, I grew up in Baltimore, Maryland, and I didn't get into yoga until I was graduating high school. So I was about 17. Um, I just randomly went to a class with my friend. It was a hot yoga class. And from that first class, I just fell in love. I started going almost every day. It was right down the street from my house. Um, I ended up not going to college and all my friends went away and it was something that was there for me when I felt really lonely and um, it really just became a rock for me. Um, and then a few months later, I moved down to Charleston with my parents um, and again, I found a yoga studio and it was just somewhere for me to let everything go for an hour just to feel it out, drop out of my mind, you know, when you first move somewhere new and you're young, you're not in school, it was hard to make friends. And um, yeah, that was a great place to meet people. And it's, it's, you know, it's my whole life now. Yoga is the foundation of, you know, who I kind of consider myself to be. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Now you're the manager of the yeah. studio. So I, yeah, I went from a, a teacher. I got, uh, so I got trained, obviously, to become a teacher um, in 2018. I took my 200 hour with Rachel Brayton, who was yoga girl on Instagram. Um, that December, I started training with Core Power and went from a new teacher when we opened to, you know, manager in 15 months of working there. You know, if you take out COVID. Yeah, that's <laughs> uh, awesome. Yeah, so that's incredible. Like and it you know, what I really want to dig into today is how you have not let societal norms define you. Um, so you mentioned that you didn't go to college. Um, you, I also know, because we're friends, that you have started and stopped college, right? Mm, and how, yeah. tell me a little bit about that journey and your mental process through that and how you've, any other difficulties that you've overcame through that? Yeah. So, you know, this is still something that I struggle with a little bit. I initially was supposed to go to University of South Carolina. Um, I decided my senior year of high school that that's where I was going to go. And I was supposed to go August 12th and August 10th. I decided I was not going to do it. I went to the you know weekend orientation weekend and um, I, I just felt like I didn't know what I wanted to do. And it was a lot of money. And it wasn't something that I, honestly, it wasn't a hell yes. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> so it was a, it was a no. Um, so I moved down here with my parents. Um, I took a gap year and then I started to go to Trident Technical College, which is just the community college. I took a bunch of uh, gen eds for a while, um, 
kind of figured out what I wanted. And then I applied and got into College of Charleston. And I went there for a year for exercise science. And I really liked what I was learning, but I felt like I was forcing myself to go to school. I, you know, it had been four years at this point um, that of me in school and I have two years worth of credits. So yeah. I, I'm dragging it out. I'm trying to force myself to do this. What I really wanted to do was be in the studio and be teaching and, you know, doing that. And I decided it, it wasn't for me. So, and that's not to say that I'll never finish my degree, um, but that's not, it wasn't serving me. It was holding me back. It was making me unhappy. And um, yeah, I'm really glad I did it because everything works out. You yeah. Know? And if I remember correctly, during the times of you deciding you weren't going to go to college, there was a lot of internal conflict because you felt like Definitely, you yeah. had to do it or you should do it. And it means something if you don't. Yeah. So for a long time, my parents really wanted me to go and, um, you know, and I don't think that they're necessarily wrong in thinking that a degree is helpful in life, especially, you know, just nowadays. Um, and I definitely worried a lot about what people would think, you know, being a college dropout or not having a college degree. I definitely think there's a stigma around that. Um, and I'm even guilty of doing that, of being like, oh, they don't have a degree, you know, whatever, you know. Um, but anyway, <laughs> it came to a point where I had to decide for myself what made me happy. And I couldn't force myself to, to do school right then. It just where I was in my life and where I was mentally, it was not, it was not the time for it. So. Yeah. And I think it's pretty powerful. Um, Jamesy was my assistant manager. So it was fun getting to see her grow and see you grow and see you as we went through the interview process and people found out I was leaving to interview you and, and hire you and your manager at the age of 22. Well, about to be 23 tomorrow, mm -hmm, yeah. but uh, became manager at the age of 22. And you are, when you were hired, you were the youngest one at the studio, right? Yeah. I think it's very powerful thing. Thank you. Yeah. It age is not a defining factor of what we are, who we can be. And, and I don't think college is either. I, like you said, I think it's beneficial, but it's not necessary. I mean, I went to school for environmental science. So, <laughs> which is cool. Yeah, I mean, you know, absolutely. You learn a lot, and I did learn a lot. I mean, from the classes I took, especially the exercise science, I really was interested in it. But it's not that you can't learn those things yeah. without school. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, what are some like self beliefs you had, maybe limiting beliefs or beliefs about society that you had to? overcome and how did, what was there like actions you took or was there any like self-care practices or anything that you took in your personal life that helped you move through that I have to go to college or I have to do x y and z yeah so um a couple of things definitely my asana practice for me I figured out recently that movement is the way for me to feel better. Um, so going to yoga and especially I, 
I do like to practice on my own. And I did that a lot for quarantine, um, probably more than I ever have. But to be in a class with people is, is really, um, it just like rejuvenates me. It makes me feel charged. Yeah. You get the energy off of the people around you and the teacher. And yeah. So that was a big thing. Um, I also, I had a life coach for a little bit, which is your life coach as well. Hi, Jackie yeah, Skinner. Shout out Jackie Skinner. <laughs> um, and, you know, she really did. She was supposed to be a business coach for me. And I did learn a, a lot about that. But I really learned a lot about myself and making my own decisions and um, just kind of growing into myself. Yeah. Um, and that was that was big for me. So. Yeah. I don't know if I would have, have done it, you know, without, without that experience. Yeah. So leading into that, um, what are like a few people or, and they could be people, you know, personally, or, you know, that you know of, or in history that inspire you and drive you. And, um, yeah, like who, who keeps you going? Yeah. Um, I mean, I would say one of my favorite people in the world, someone that I, that I can turn to and uh, who's been there a lot for me lately is my brother. Uh-huh. Um, I love him and I, I, he's just one of my favorite people in the world. And uh, so he's been great. And, uh, you know, obviously you and Jackie have been a huge inspiration to me and you really, there's people in your life that add to your life and those y'all are those people. <laughs> Um, and it's just, you know, even just people at the studio, um, like the students and those connections, it's like, you're living for the, you know, you're living for the connection and the people and the experiences. And, uh, even when it it is hard, it is still gonna. I've learned it's, it's still going to be okay. It's still going to work out. Um, so yeah, but you know the students, the teachers, the friends that I've made, they've all. I can definitely second that. The community at a studio, specifically Core Power Charleston, (laughs) but at any studio or something in that sort of situation is powerful. And it's a place you can go to heal, to cry, to be happy. And your fellow yogis and the teachers and students feel it with you. Right. And they support you in whatever you're feeling. Right. I, I think about it sometimes, like my first uh, couple of yoga classes, I never, ever in my wildest dreams thought I would be able to stand up in front of people and like talk, let alone teach yeah. a whole class and inspire people and move people like to laughter or to tears or to whatever it is. And that's what inspires me is, is those people showing up and So is confidence one of the biggest gifts yoga has given you, would you say? I would definitely say. And confidence, I think, is something that a lot of people struggle with. And it's not that I, you know, I'm just like, don't uh, deal with that at all anymore. But it it has helped so much. I mean, I have grown so much in such a small amount of time. And I think that um, it's important to for me to take a step back and look at that because sometimes I'm a little on myself yeah so so, but I think it's human as well absolutely um what are some other obstacles or something that at the time you felt was a failure in your life but that you 
overcame and learned from and something that shaped your life to where it is now um, or anything else that maybe shows up convenient yeah. daily? So I'm <laughs> one thing that actually comes to mind um, is when I applied the first time to be <laughs> the manager, <laughs> um, which is, you know, ironic. And again, it, it works out. Right. Um, but <laughs> as you may or may not know, Kelsey and I both applied to be manager when our former manager stepped down, Jackie. And um, I I was still in school at the time. And I knew that I did. I, I knew that Kelsey was the better candidate, but I wanted it really badly. And um, I don't think I was ready looking back, but getting the assistant manager, you know, at first, at first, I was still just a teacher. So that was, I was disappointed, but I kind of expected it. Um, and then, you know, a few weeks later, I get promoted to assistant manager and that was awesome. And I learned so much. And I think it really prepared me to be the best manager that I can be. Yeah. Um, so it is, it is so interesting how it was your path was to be the manager. It just, you had an extra step in the middle that you had to take to learn and to grow in as well. Right. And um, yeah. And now, and now you're the manager regardless, just a year later. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just Almost exactly a year later. Exactly a year later. <laughs> I love it. Um, what advice would you give to someone who feels stuck or feels pressured to in, by society um, to do something, maybe to go to school or that they should stay in their corporate job or whatever it is. Um, just like what comes up, what would you tell them from your experience of busting through having to go to college, quitting that and becoming the manager of 25 plus people regardless? I mean, I would just say I knew for a long time that I didn't want to go to school and I was burnt out from it. And, um, just trust, trust yourself, trust your gut, because it's not that I wasted time. Um, I learned a lot, but if I had trusted myself from the beginning, I don't know where I'd be, but, uh, <laughs> it's, it's almost like as soon as I dropped what I felt like was holding me back, I just, exploded forward you exponentially grew. yeah so it's kind of like when you break up with someone and it's like saying like letting go of that person creates space for someone else letting go of that college or that idea created space for yoga and growth and manager and right. everything that came with it right so say yeah if it's not a hell yes it's a no right exactly <laughs> i love it so what are your goals and dreams what are you what else are you hoping to do? What is your more exponential growth from here? I mean, keep in mind, James, he's been a manager for a month. Yeah. So still settling <laughs> in. A, yeah. It's all fresh. Um, but it's great. I mean, I'm really loving it. Um, I think, I, I mean, I have a big dream and it scares me to, to speak it. Um, but I, I would like to own my own space, um, like a yoga studio. Um, I thought that for a while and I remember there was a time when I wanted to be a dentist. So <laughs> I think that things can also change. Um, that's another, it's 
another like societal thing. I'm scared to speak my dreams right now because I don't want it, people to say, oh, she didn't do that. Or yeah, it's not weird. Um, but anyway, like if you speak it, you're married to it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, you're not. Yeah, not. not at all. You can always change your mind. Everything is temporary. Right. And it can be temporary. Right. So, yeah. I remember you themed class one time where you said, like, you can try something on and right. you can take it off. You can always try it on. It's just like a yoga pose. Yep. You, you can know? put it on. If it doesn't fit well, it doesn't feel right, then you leave it and you move on. Yeah, exactly. I love it. So owning your own studio? Yeah, that uh, that's the uh, been the goal for a while, you know, and it doesn't have to be in five years. Yeah. You know, I... People say that life is short, but it's the longest thing that we experience. So. That is very true. <laughs> I like that. So uh, lots of life to live. Yeah. Um, I love that. And so since you've been the manager for about a month now, what is the biggest obstacle that you've encountered and what's one of the biggest things you've learned in the last month, which is still very new in a manager position, but it is a lot of responsibility and a lot of new tasks to handle. I would say my biggest um, hardship so far (laughs) is trying to manage people you're friends with um, and people you're good friends with. And people that you've gone from being their equal, just a teacher, to manager. Um, I am very much not super confrontational. Um, So that's something that I've been working on. And I definitely think I'm getting better at it. Uh, But that would definitely be the biggest challenge so far. Um, As for how I've grown... um, I just feel like I've stepped into my power. I I don't know how to describe it. It's uh it's almost like the same way I can make decisions for myself in my life that I've realized. Um I'm doing that for the studio and it just feels good to be responsible for something that you have helped create and you love so much and uh holds so close to your heart. So uh it's been, it's been awesome. I, I just love that community and that it's so much more than just a yoga studio. It is. It's like a home. It's a family. And, you know, I can go there and cry and sit in the corner if I need to on some days and I can go in there and I can whoop and holler and, you know, jump around and dance if, if that's how I'm feeling and everyone will support me and love me either way. Um, so. Absolutely. So with managing your friends, how have you, have you found any tricks or tips? Or are you just navigating it day by day? Uh, well, you have to almost think of it as, you know, yes, I am your friend, but I'm also responsible for this job getting done. And Um, the hardest, honestly, the hardest thing for me is giving feedback to people about their classes, um, because I don't want them to feel discouraged, but I have to remind myself that it's, it's so we can grow and be better and be the best studio and create the best classes and, you know, have that energy and have everyone love it. Um, 
So it's all for the best and it's all for everyone to grow. And I know that and they know that. So it's just stepping into it. That's the hard part. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'm going to loop back real quick to your parents and them wanting you to go to college. Were they upset when you officially dropped out the last time? And are they, do they see your growth now or they still think you should have? They initially, my mom was more upset. My mom was definitely wanted me to do it more. Um, But they've definitely seen my growth. I mean, they're very proud of where I am right now. Um, So it worked out and it's, it's, uh, it's good. And that's again, not to say that I will never finish my degree. And there's other types of learning, such as getting your 500 hour or getting into a different, you know, sort of training that isn't straight college. Um, yeah. And it's just like, I read in a book how oftentimes when we do the things that our hearts are calling us to do, oftentimes they're not what society or the people in our lives want us to do. And they resist it at first. Um, So for me, it was leaving the studio manager position and everyone wanted me to stay because I was good at it. And I had created this awesome community and I did, I had a comfy life, a great house and a great place to live. And I quit that job to move across the country. And it's just like deciding you're not going to go to college. People aren't always going to receive it very well right away, Mm. but it's not about other people. It's not about what anyone else thinks. It's about what you need to do for yourself. Mm -hmm. And people will support you. And oftentimes the people who do support you see the growth and it's, And that growth scares other people, most likely because they have followed the path that they were set on, not the path they wanted to follow, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. I guess you have anything else that you want to share or is there anything, advice you want to give or a a theme or an intention that helps you get through or... The thing that yoga has taught me, one of the most important lessons is that my best is enough. And that's true for you too. If you're doing your best and you're giving it your all and you're trying to be happy and not harming other people, you know, you're doing, you're doing all right. And, uh, it's enough. You're enough. And, um, sometimes it's, it's hard. And sometimes it doesn't feel like it's going to work out, but you have to trust that it always will because it always does. It does. It always works out. Um, Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk and for sharing your story. And um, you can find Jamesy and I'll put all of this in the comments at Jamesy does yoga on Instagram and Um, connect with her. If you're in Charleston, go take her class. Um, She is incredible, an incredible teacher. I miss her classes so much. Oh, I miss you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
Once again, thank you so, so much for tuning in, listening to me and my good friend, Jamesy Ramble. Um, I would love to connect with you, listeners. If you have feedback, if you have topic requests, if you just want a new friend, you can check me out at getwildkelsey.com or on Instagram at getwildkelsey. And I do lead yoga retreats. So please come join me on an adventure. I have many, many trips coming up in 2021 and beyond that as well. Um, Yeah. So thank you once again. And just continue to do things that light your soul on fire. And don't be afraid of breaking through societal norms to chase your goals and find your true, authentic way of living.